What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Ballers. This is episode three. I'm your host, Ross Kogan, co-owner of Ballers Nation. Today, in this episode, we'll be joined by Sahil, the owner of NBA Chemistry now with over 20,000 followers. Sahil, what's up? Hey, what's up, Ross? Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Uh, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I've been running NBA Chemistry for just over a year since uh, September 9th, 2018. Wow, that's, it's that's been a awesome. fun. Year. That's yeah. awesome. So, just like the first two episodes, we have some awesome questions to be answered, and let's jump right in. So, let's start, start with the first one. Why did you decide to make an NBA account? And also, I just want a little bit of background behind the name, if you don't mind. Why NBA Chemistry? Yeah. So, so basically, I was uh I was riding back from the airport. Uh, after my trip to Hawaii yeah. and yeah so I had another friend who started an account uh, in real life uh, NBA circles and we are, we're really competitive with each other and so we decided to make a bet who could get to 100 followers first and uh, and so on my ride back from the airport we were texting each other and then he found this app called Canva to start making our posts on yep. and from there that's when I realized that this was going to be really fun I was going to stick around because making graphics was really fun for me. And even though before that, I was using Google Slides, so that's kind of fun. But uh, when I got to Canva, I realized like this was going to be more than just like a competition. It was going to be a hobby. And like some of my favorite pages before that, uh, NBA World. I know he quit yep. a month ago. Yeah. Like all those pages uh, were all big influences for me. I wanted to also share my analysis with the world. Really? So that first of all, that's awesome. Love a nice old competition there. Um, yeah. but you don't, if you don't mind me asking, you don't use Canva anymore to make your posts, do you? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah no, I, was... I switched, I switched apps multiple times. I went from Canva to Pixart, which was, I don't know why I use that. Canva was much better. Then I went back to Canva, uh, and then I went to Over. And so those were all great apps, like for app editors though. Yep. But I wanted to get more advanced. And then my dad works at a marketing agency, so he got Photoshop for free. And so I started using Photoshop. I was really really bad at the start i used uh templates from other people but over time you get better to grind so right i was gonna say so it's funny you said that so michael and i we both run ballers nation we started off with pixart forever and then we moved on to yeah. over and then from over we're using canva now and i'm trying to expand a little bit into photoshop just because i know i have the ability it's just whether i have the time or not and i know it's a little time consuming so we we use a mixture of canva and over right now and it's been doing fine for us um i feel like when, i feel like when we when i use apps uh it was better to convey my analysis and like my opinions because you focus less on the graphic aspect and more on like the actual content you were putting out there right one benefit of apps over photoshop right but like the thing i see which like i i could tell from the second i look at your post that you don't use canva anymore is there's like a it's like a layover or something or a, a layer that you put on a lot of your pictures that give them a certain texture yeah, it's called a CC. It's a certain aspect of Photoshop. You can make a, a CC, a color correction, to put over all of your um, pictures, and then you retouch it, and it makes a it makes it look more professional, like, right, like an right. ESPN. And um, and then just scrolling down, also one thing I'm wondering, and I wanted to ask, you have a bunch, you have like a series of maybe I don't know, 20, 30 posts that are all blue. What was the, oh yeah? What was the thing? What was the thing? I like it a lot. They all look great. I just want to know why you decided to make that change at least for that time period yeah so i was uh influenced a lot right there so i have a lot of uh online friends on ig and we have like a bunch of group chats and stuff where we talk and a lot of my friends there uh started changing to like a color theme and a lot of people switched out of it quick but there's this guy watson legion 
and he did it so well. Like his feed was was so nice, right, and he used right. a green type theme. And he's like, I want to put myself. I want to. I want to be like that. Right. I wasn't an editor back then, and so like I decided to make the switch. And there was there was a phase where I went purple. I started with purple, and right. that was kind of off. I went. I ended up deleting all those posts. Then I changed to blue, and I was like, Nah, this isn't for me. And so eventually, I changed back to my normal posts. A lot of people were telling me I should. Got it. Um, and also, you asked about my name, right? Say it again. You asked about my name, NBA Chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So about that. So that was a kind of a spontaneous decision. I decided. I started off right away. I was like, okay, I'll just be uh, NBA analysis, and that's what I did. I did NBA dot underscore analysis, and then I changed to NBA underscore analysis after some time. And then my friend changed his name to NBA Circles, and I was like, "Dang, that's a really good name. I need to yeah. find a better name." NBA, and so NBA I was like, squares. "Yeah." And so actually, at the time, I was NBA Triangles. <laughs> Yo, actually, Pyramids later made my account a lot better. Oh yeah, so yeah. we're we're getting into that. Yeah, yeah. So, so what is your attitude towards content creating? Like, do you just have? Do you see it as more of a task, hobby, any, anywhere in between? So it really depends on how inspired I'm feeling at the time. So there's weeks where I, like I have a lot of school stuff to do, you know, a lot of like, like there's finals week right, and right. Mid- and it's so stressful because uh, I live in one of the most stressful schools in Massachusetts. And so sometimes it gets like a lot to focus on really? school and then also post a day. And sometimes when I want to like work hard on a post, it could take up to an hour. And so back when I used apps, it was much, much easier because like, in Latin class, I used to make all my posts because that class was really boring. Right, right. That's, I, I had I had those one or two classes. I literally just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just make posts in those classes. But when I changed to Photoshop, it became more of a task um, at some right. points because I'd have like three, four hours of homework to do. I also got to hit the gym for an hour, and then I got to make a post. And so it gets like it got really um really annoying. But right when that I get back though, to the that's, that's a grind. Yeah, everything. Yeah, so. When I got back to the point where I realized that I need to make content that is, that, that doesn't make me that doesn't make my follower that doesn't make me happy it makes my followers happy and content that I'm not worried about getting the likes anymore or the engagement I'm worried about putting out good content and so even the followers haven't been coming as fast as they used to and it's been funner for me to make my posts and it's been better for me so and I know my followers like my content recently a lot more and right. so I kind of changed my mindset into that right it's less about the numbers and more about the feeling I like that that's also really important. So now I want to ask the question that I've really been wanting to ask for a lot, a while time now, before this podcast even started. Take us back to the first time you're making your first NBA pyramid. Did you have any special expectations for it? Because that series just blew up. And what was your like reaction to seeing it being reposted by so many big accounts? Let me just say this. I did not expect that at all. It was actually, I posted my first pyramid uh like three or four months into my page and it got like seven likes or something yeah it did really awful and i was like all right whatever and then a couple months later i was thinking of a post idea and i was scrolling down to my feed i saw the pyramid i was like yeah i'll just remake this and i did not expect anything to happen with it but now that i look back on it i mean it's a really good post because it fits so much controversial details into like a tight space and so of course you're gonna need a lot of comments which lead to engagement, which leads to bigger pages seeing it, reposting it, and then the chain reaction just spirals. And that's basically what happened with one of them. 
And then there was so much hype for my second one, which was a shooting guard one. And it did got over 10,000 likes again. And, uh, you know, I keep, I kept making them because I realized like, this is going to make me, this is going to make my page huge. Right. And then a lot of huge things happened. It went on Fox sports. Colin Cowherd was analyzing one of mine. Yeah. I saw that. That was Shaq reposted it. And so there was just so much stuff. They don't tag you. They didn't give you the credit. Yeah. That was so tough. Yeah. I, I uh, collaborated with Ballers Tribune on right. one, and he got the credit for it. I which saw was... that. I saw that. Yeah, I I did, I did my got, research. Yeah, I got some collabs with some huge pages, Hoops Nation. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, the page Dunk, that is over two mil. We were about to collab, and then he blocked me out of nowhere. I didn't see. So I didn't know. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. So I basically slept with like two thousand followers, and I woke up thirty seven hundred and trending on Twitter. So I, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I mean, hey, anything can happen. I'll tell you straight up, like, I must have not, I was, there's no way. After that was posted, I was the only person that was sleeping trying to think of the next big thing. Yeah, really? I'll I'll tell you straight up. I went to bed, I was like, ah, man, like, why couldn't that be me? Like, trying to think of something here, and I've been thinking for days and days of a new, you know, next big series, and here comes NBA chemistry out of nowhere, and now, you know, hey, but you deserve it, so. I mean, it's a lot of luck. It's a lot of luck involved. I don't, my page, I mean, before that, I mean, a lot of misconception that people have is that pyramids made my page. And before that I was gaining, I was on my, before the pyramid was posted, I was on like my biggest, my uh, biggest growth streak in a long time. I was gaining like a thousand a week before, before my pyramids. And so right after my pyramids, it went from like a thousand a week to like 1700 a week for like three or four weeks. And then the story of the shadow bands, completely killed my page for a long time really i've never i've never spoken to someone that's been shadow banned before was that like that was rough oh yeah my page went to hell for that what do you do you just gotta gotta keep posting content or is it yeah so what happens is um hashtags don't work and it doesn't let you it doesn't let you like get your post to a new audience and so for my page it was absolutely killer i think they thought my page was growing too fast for it to be natural and so they just, they put a shadow ban on me for 14 days. And my biggest problem, I think, is that I use the same hashtags and I never changed my hashtags. And so they shadow banned me for that. And then I kept doing that thing with the hashtags. And then they gave me a three-month shadow ban. Right, I did, I, don't, I think I, Michael and I don't use any hashtags at all. And I feel like we should be, but I guess changing them up. You don't use hashtags? No, nah, not at all. Oh, that's that's insane. But but the thing is, you got you still get on Explore and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like on most of our posts, sometimes we get like 30 to like anywhere 30 from like 97% of people that weren't following us saw our post. Yeah, so um, basically what happened to the shadow band is that 0%. It's all from your followers. Right, right. That That's what I uh, read up on yesterday when I was looking into that. And I guess the only thing good from that is that uh, you get to see how interactive your followers really are. Right. So there, there's something. Kind of it, but, right. I was kind of surprised for the most part. I thought my followers are like all from pyramids. And so I was, I was surprised when I saw that, like, a lot of them were still liking my posts and engaging. But I was really disappointed that I wouldn't be gaining a lot in a while. And the second that shadow band ended, I, I threw a party. Like, I was, that was amazing. And I haven't gotten to it since because I've been really careful with my hashtags. I have, like, ten different sets I use and one on each post. That's so, good. We, Michael and I really need to put, it, put some time in investing in hashtags, but I guess, like, varying them up so we don't, don't get shadow banned or anything like that. Probably not worth it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So, uh. 
quick transition now into the future. I'm going to get another MBA question in here. So do you have any goals for the future you want to talk about? Anything like an end goal for your account, somewhere you want to see this taking you? To be completely honest, I don't really see an end goal. And I don't really want to see an end goal. I just want to like, keep being able to provide content for my followers. I don't want to be thinking about what happens like when I hit 100K. If I hit 100K, it probably won't even happen. But no, I don't want to think to the future too much. I just want to keep focusing on putting out content for my followers. And growth is really important, but it's more about interacting with my followers and engaging. Right. I, I like that because I'll tell you straight up, just me, me personally, uh, I'm always looking to the future and always having something planned. So if someone were to ask me this, I would say I had an end goal. I would say, you know, I, I want this. I want to get this, this and that out, out of the account. But I like that alternate perspective where you're happy where you're at right now. I'm happy where I'm at right now, but I see I can be even happier and have an even greater future than, you know, than where I'm at right now. But yeah, that's a good point. Right. But seeing your seeing your side of things, seeing the satisfaction that you get out of your account, you know, whether you have two followers or whether you have 20,000 followers is a really great mindset especially if you get shadow banned because you just keep get to, you know, putting out content and you, you love it and, you, you know, you love it either way. Of course, growth is, you know, an incentive to keep putting out that content. But, you know, if you love what you do, then, you know, who needs an end goal? Yeah, sure. Uh, so now here's the uh, number five question. It's a spot up NBA question I asked to everybody. And this one I've asked previously, but it's my favorite one. And I feel like I want to ask it again because I'm going to reword it. So the question is, if you could take any retired NBA player that's not named Michael Jordan or Wilt Chamberlain and place them in their prime in the NBA today, who would you choose and why? So pretty much take any NBA player that's retired, place them playing in the NBA today in their prime that's not Michael Jordan or Wilt. Oh, there's absolutely no question for me for that. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, you take Kobe. My favorite retired player. My favorite retired player. See, yeah, I mean, sure. it wasn't even that long ago. I feel like for me, I would have, I, would, I mean, you know, there's no right or wrong answer. But for me, I would, I'd want to bring someone back. Give me like Bob Cousy. He would, he might be, I don't know, like, like, give me, I'm, it's still a weird I'm a huge, answer. I'm a huge talent era guy. Right. I think that, like, yeah, I was, I wanted to be like the foundation of talent era. Uh, me and some other kids from uh, some other pages, we were the foundation of talent era. Yeah. And so, we thought, I mean, Bob Cousy today, in my opinion, would average two points per game and one assist. Like, he, he wouldn't do anything. I don't even see him really playing in the NBA. The level of play he was playing at, it was kind of it's kind of awful to watch, like, the old NBA. No one, I mean, he couldn't even dribble with his left hand. That's, so that's, like, that's in my opinion. I don't think he'd even play a second in the NBA. So I don't want to bring some. I'm thinking, like, is he going to be, like, you know, he's not going to do anything on the court. That's why, like, all right, maybe I'll give you a better answer and I'll say, like, maybe Bill Russell or Hakeem. Like, I, I'd want to see a big man and see how they work. Um, Hakeem, yeah, Hakeem I love. I, I love his game. I think he's really underrated all the time. I think he's top five, maybe even top four. Oh, yeah, he, he's got to be up there. But, um, but Bill, I mean, I just, Bill, in my mind, the clear answer would be MJ or Wilt. Just, you know, Wilt to settle the debate if, you know, the time period or periods are different and to see how dominant he really was. And then Michael Jordan just because he's Michael Jordan. Yeah. But I love the way Kobe played. And I don't oh. want to bring someone back too far back because I feel like they wouldn't be as competent. And maybe that proves my talent error point. Right. That's why I'd want to bring Wilt back. But if I had to choose a second, it'd be Kobe. Yeah, I like that. And I'm a Celtics fan too, so that's just a lot. Plus, yeah, Kobe, I mean, Kobe's always fun to watch anyway. So, you, you know, there's no wrong answer, really. So the final question of the day, 
Uh, to wrap up this episode, we go into something that a lot of the listeners can take away, you know, take away something from if they haven't been able to already. I'm just I'm just asking uh, for any general advice that you have for aspiring content creators or any listeners that potentially want to be involved in the sports media industry or in the digital media content creating industry, anything in that realm, I guess you could call it. Do you have any advice for them? It's a it's a grind. That's that'd be my advice. You just don't stop. I thought I was never going to gain another follower after I hit 4,000 because I got shadow banned. That was my first shadow ban. And I didn't go, I didn't gain any followers for at least two weeks. And then the pyramids hit. So, you know, it only takes one thing. Well, no, pyramids are a bit after, but it only takes one thing, right. like one big growth streak. And then all of a sudden you're back on your feet again. And so even if you have like 10 followers and you just started your page, you have to know that you have 10 followers. So you're not going to get likes. You're not going to gain followers fast. And that's just that's just a fact. It's not going to happen. But if you grind through it and your content gets better, then people start following you. So you got to just stick with it. No matter how slow the followers are trickling in, you got to just stick with it because it's more about the content you're putting out and you have to do it for fun. If you're doing it for followers, then you're not doing it right. That's because right. at the very start, it's all for fun. Once you gain followers, then it starts to become more about followers. But you got to stay. You got to stay with it. And I say, and I say, you got to understand, you can't get caught up in numbers. I think that's another big thing, especially part of the grind, because a lot of people see, you know, good return, good engagement as their return. But in reality, like the whole purpose of the grind is to get those big numbers and to, you know, to get there and to work your way there. Uh, you don't necessarily have to be seeing it in the moment. So keep working, you know, whether you get, like I said, two likes, 20 likes, 2000 likes right just just keep working on your craft improve your content and next thing you know who knows maybe you'll post the next nba pyramid and things will pop off yeah exactly you gotta just stay with that mindset the whole time that's right so sahil i really appreciate you coming on to episode three of the backstage bars podcast um thank was you your, was this your first podcast oh uh, yeah well i've always wanted to start a podcast for a long time but i feel like if i don't get a mic and do it professionally it's not going to work out well, so. Got it. Super. Maybe I, one day. I've, I've committed to the game now, so I, I got the mic, uh, and I'm working on it now, and this is just the beginning. So I really appreciate uh, you coming on to this podcast. It means a lot to me. You were great. Uh, keep that in mind if you ever want to start your own. You have, you have a great voice for a podcast, and you know your stuff. So we'll wrap it up on that. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Thank you for having me. Peace. See you.